Blog Talk Radio. And around the world, streaming live on the internet, it's Real Estate Coaching Radio, bringing you the latest news, interviews, and secrets of the top producers. Hosted by award-winning real estate coaches, Tim and Julie Harris. Welcome back to Real Estate Coaching Radio, your unfiltered, full-strength truth about everything that's working now in real estate and where your focus needs to be. We are here to allow many realtors as possible and as many agents who will listen to know that we are at the very beginning stages of what's going to be a 7- to 10-year real estate boom. We are 100% confident that that's happening. It should be obvious to all of you. Will the real estate boom be a continuous increase in values? No, of course not. There will be lots of ebbs and flows, starts and stops. But the reality of it is this is the market you've been waiting for. This is the market that, frankly, many of you will base your whole entire careers around. So do what you have to do to maximize your potential. So, Julie, welcome to the call. Thank you. Always a pleasure. And today we have a very special guest, Mr. Rodney Forbes. Rodney, are you on? I'm here. Hey, Tim. Hey, Julie. Hi, Rodney. So, guys... We're going to. We have a lot of great questions for Rodney, and Rodney is a fantastic realtor. But one of the reasons that I asked Rodney to be our special superstar interview guest today, a, a special guest host, if you will, is because Rodney is one of the agents that's been with us as his coaches since really the beginning of his career. And I think Rodney's ascension up the success ladder is. It's not been a straight one, but I think it's been a very consistent one. And he has so much that he's learned along the way that. I know he's going to be. Uh, he's looking forward to sharing with all of you. So, Rodney, let's jump right in by introducing yourself, and then please also let them know where you sell real estate, how they can get a hold of you, and all that good stuff. Will do. Thanks a lot, Tim, and I really appreciate that intro. My name is Rodney Forbes, as in Forbes Magazine. No, I'm not related. I wish that I was. Uh, I work in the Palm Beach County area of Southeast Florida, and my. I'll just go ahead and give you my office number, which is five six one. Three three seven four eight one zero, and my email address is Rodney at ForbesRealtyOnline dot com. So that's pretty okay, much okay. Perfect. Yeah. So Rodney, how long have you been in real estate? When did you get your license? Well, I moved. I I'm originally from Georgia. I lived all my life in Georgia, in the Atlanta area, and I moved to Florida in 2007. I basically got my license at the same time. My wife is originally from Fort Lauderdale and wanted to live by the water, so we decided in uh, in early 2007 that we would move to Florida. Little did we know uh, that as a brand new agent who had never sold real estate before, that I was moving into the uh, ground zero, if you want to call it, of the real estate crash. So so uh, that was in 2007, so basically I've had my license since then. Uh, but for the first couple of years, as you can imagine, that, that market wasn't really kind to a brand-new agent. So I worked as hard as I could and basically fell, fell on my face, did, did as much as I could to survive, but I basically had to go back and get a job. So we stayed here, got a job. I was working it for three years as I was continuing to work at, uh, at, at real estate as much as I could and went through some really, really hard times thought about quitting a few times and just moving back home where I still have a house, but we stuck it out, and I'm really, really glad that we did. So when did you uh, hire us to be your coach? Tim, as, as, far as, I can, as far as I can remember, it's been 
right around – I mean, well, what I started doing is I had listened to, just like this, I had listened to uh, little shows that you had done and, and little things you've done on the Internet, and I listened to those for probably six months before I signed up. First of all, signed up. I was not in. Co- I was not in the level of coaching I am now. I actually had signed up with your short sale class and with your REO class, and I think that I did that for about a year, year and a half before I actually started getting into the the one-on-one coaching. I I think, if I'm not mistaken, we've probably been at this now for right around four years, three so four years. So share with the listeners how your business has really transformed since you started in coaching. Because we are going, you went from a uh, having to get a job to supplement your real estate career and maybe thinking about moving back to Atlanta and kind of throwing in the towel on your real estate career in Southern Florida to essentially someone who's become very successful. So let them know about essentially how you did that. And remember that we have a lot of folks listening that are exactly where you were. So let's do our best to speak to those people who were were or are where you were and want to be where you are now. Yeah, I hear you. Okay, well, thanks, Tim. Well, first of all, when I was in the short sale in the REO class, well, the the thing that I had I had no experience in either one of those. So as soon as I got into the short sale class, I listened as much as I could, and I did as much work as I could, and I actually started doing a few transactions here and there. As far as the REO class was concerned, I never had any experience in REOs, never sold one, never was a buyer's agent. So I started doing BPOs, actually, to start making income, which was good. And then that actually led me into starting to do uh, a few REOs for a few uh, uh, banks and asset management companies. And then I knew that it was time for me to take, take the next step. I was, you know, I was kind of going along, making enough money to get by, but that wasn't where I wanted to go. I wanted to really take my business to the next level, and I realized that if I if I was going to do that, I ha- had to have a higher a, a higher level of coaching. Now, when you first started coaching me, Tim, I never told you this. I could not afford it, but I knew that that's what I needed to f- be able to focus in on my whole business and not just a few spics here, uh, things here and there. So I was able to focus on, as you had taught me, and you, Julie continues um, that teach. You know, help me focus on my finances, my bottom line, not just my goals and my planning and a strategy here and there, but focus on the entire business and then help me as my coach to really just help me progress and help me to build momentum month after month and now year after year. And it's been a, you're right, it hasn't been in a straight line, but I, I you know, first of all, I, I don't think that I, I would have ever done anything differently except for starting with the one-on-one earlier. But I always take a look at Tim, and I, I always believe so much in coaching. And you know, I always take a look at when people, you know, might ask a question about it. I say, listen, do you know? I don't know anybody. If you can tell me someone, please do. I do not know any person that's at the top of their field or trying to get to the top of their field, no matter whether it's in sports, business, entertainment, government, whatever, that does not have a coach. Every top level person has a coach, and so that's exactly what what I felt like I needed to have. And I'm, you know, extremely happy that I have. And you're exactly right. If it had not been for you, you and Julie, and I probably don't tell you this enough. No, I would probably be living back in Atlanta in my house, uh, giving up on real estate and probably just working a job instead of you know where I am now and where I'm going. Well, so for the record, Rodney, you did the hard work. <laughs> right? yeah. I mean, you guys, you guys give us the credit a lot, and certainly appreciate the compliment. And you know, if we don't say thank you enough for the you know the the, the praise, uh, then please allow us to you know humbly say thank you. And uh, and again. Every one of our coaching students, it's an honor to be your coach, you know. And so, thank you, Rodney, for the honor of being your coach. But really, at the end of the day, you're the one that had to do the hard work, you know. That's the thing with coaching, guys, is that at the end of the day, your coach can only do so much, and you really have to 
at some point, hopefully sooner than later, put one foot in front of the other. So, Julie, I know you have a great question. That's right. So speaking of things that are getting implemented because you are coachable, what would you say, Rodney, are your three never-to-be-without best lead generators? Uh, first of all, b- believe it or not, BPOs. Uh, I, I, I still cannot believe to this day that, that, that so many agents don't believe in doing BPOs. And if people in the, you know, listening on, on the radio don't know what BPOs are, they're broker price opinions and you know, a, a glorified CMA. Uh, but it is an incredible source of lead generation. Now, don't, not to get into it too much, but whether or not you, you, you want to get REOs, short sales, um, buyers, tenants, Whatever the case may be, I've done every single one of those types of transactions and many, many more from doing BPOs, not to mention getting paid from those. Uh, another source of lead generation would be um, going out and talking to my past clients and my centers of influence. And both of you were very instrumental in, in, in helping me do that. Um, and the other is actually continuing to build my REO business. So, uh, so going from, you know, just to just to complete the bridge, going from where I was before, you know, eking out a living to starting to do BPOs, and believe it or not, I, I've actually become pretty much a full-time REO broker in my area. So while we'll, that is a that is a business spoke of my uh, that is a spoke of my business that I will be working forever. I will never give up on that, even though. At the current time, the market is changing a little bit. So in my area, I've just decided that this is a, this is a great time now that I've established myself as a, as a reliable and a good uh, good real estate professional. Now it's time for me to start leveraging myself and getting into more different areas, equity sales, um, downtown West Palm Beach, uh, waterfront homes, that type of thing. So uh, those are the three, three things that I would definitely never, ever give up. Well, so Julie's got a question, but Rodney, I want to point something out to what you just said because it's really critical. A lot of folks came to us as uh, hired us as their coaches originally and through one of our classes, and we had those classes. You know, we were offering short sale coaching and REO tra- coaching, all those types of things. We still have those classes, but what a lot of you guys were, you guys were smart to take advantage of that opportunity that was around back then, right? So as in 07 and, and 08, if you started doing short sales, and you got into REOs, you were in the right place at the right time. And then what happened is, is you guys, so many of you, your markets have changed. Now, Rodney is still in a great market for pursuing the distressed into things. But a lot of you are in markets where, in, in, again, Rodney's market's transforming as well, where the market now it has opportunity, not just in the distressed end of things, but more in the traditional end of things too. So you guys were smart, many of you, being in the right place at the right time before. It's now time for you to be smart again. So if you've been sort of dangling your toes into the water of traditional sales, hoping and praying that somehow miraculously the old market's going to come back, don't do that. It's crazy. You've already proven to yourself that you can be opportunistic, you can put yourself in the mindset of service, and take advantage of the market that's here for you. Don't be thinking you can only make money in one kind of market, guys. You can be successful in any kind of market. And yes, of course, it it, it does require a different approach. Julie, what was your question? Well, so Rodney, you and I have done a lot of work on goal setting and tracking your numbers and that sort of thing. How has that impacted the trajectory of your career as we've worked together? Because it's been, you know, a lot, quite a few quarters that you and I have been studying that for you. Yeah, well, it's it's a it's a really great question, Julie. And I, you know, I always get a, you know, I just got a smile on my face when you ask that because if I look back just just say four years ago, and you know what, that's not a long time. But if I just look back four years ago, it was all 
kind of I, I was in real estate and, and I had my own business, but I almost felt like an employee and I was just counting I was looking for that next paycheck. And it was always, you know, when's it gonna close? And of course like many real estate agents, you know, if a closing if a closing fell apart, I, I, I fell apart. Uh because I was actually counting that money and I needed that money. So going from there and then going from, you know, coaching with you where you actually say, Okay, this is the minimum level of income you've got to make for this month and we got to make make sure that you make that every single month and then putting the steps and the plans and the accountability in place in order for me to do that and then as soon as we you know continue to work on the systems then all of a sudden that becomes almost like i don't even have to think about that money anymore i already know what's happening so i don't have to have those night sweats as you like to call it Tim, many times, so then I can actually increase my level. So it's it's interesting that you take a, a little path and almost without thinking about it, you know, you look back two years later or three years later and you and you wonder how in the world it's changed that much, even though I'm mostly still focusing on you know each quarter, each month, and each you know each person that I'm working with. You know, I look at my I look back at my numbers and I I realize that my income has doubled every single year you know going up to last year. And so last you know two you know last year I got a little bit lazy and a little bit complacent which is something that I had to work on and I had some other things going and my income went up a little bit. So now Julie's had to slap me on the hand a little bit and said all right let's get going. So my income goals for this year are are up by 50% over what they were last year. And you know what that's so, an interesting yeah, point. Go ahead. Well, well Julie, that's again, that's a great Roddy keeps on saying really great things. So he just slips it in. I just really mm-hmm. want to drill down on what he just said. Right. So your income guys does not have to plateau. Your income doesn't just have to reach some sort of, you know, level then that's it. You can continuously have ever increasing income, but Rodney, you know, you're not just focused on increasing your top line numbers. You have really become a great uh, – you, you know about net. You know the whole purpose of being in business is to make a profit. So how did you shift your mindset from the traditional, you know, big team, do lots of units, you know, make lots of numbers but have hardly any money in the bank at the end of the year? You, you know, that's been a struggle because the real estate industry, for the most part, likes to focus on those big sort of braggadocious numbers, but you've kept it real and focused on your net profit. How have you done that? Share with the listeners some of the tips that you've done to kind of master that or working on mastering it. Well, Jim, I've I'm not the I'm you know, I'm not the best person with money as many people aren't, so it's really helped and I, I you keep putting it back on me and I'll I'll put it back on you and Julie again. That's just part of what I've been coached to do from day one. Is you've got to focus on your bottom line, you've got to focus on, you know, paying your expenses and then put and then putting money away. So, you know, some of the things that it's just kind of just happened in a natural progression. If I need $5,000 to live on, and three years ago that was maybe my, you know, what I had to make, now all of a sudden, now I'm making fifteen dollars or $20,000 a month, and it's I almost don't have to focus in on it anymore. I just don't have to go crazy with that money and say, okay, I don't have to change my lifestyle too much and go crazy, like you said, building teams. I mean, for the most part, with me in my office, it's it's still just me and one assistant and one agent, and, and that's it. Um and we're continuing to grow a little bit at a time, but I, you know, I just I want to make sure that seven years down the road, I am I am where I want to be. And I tell you what, you were talking about, you know, uh, uh, there has to be there doesn't have to be a ceiling on how much you make. And I, I'll never forget, I was kind of at a turning point in my in my life when some things, a, a couple of deals came together, and then somebody, of course, they, the question I always used to get asked 
when I the people said, what do you do? And I said, well, I'm in real estate. And it was, of course, during the still the worst part of the market uh, down here in Florida when everybody was leaving and they said Florida's going to fall into the ocean. And I and I just and they said, why are you, you know, you're, you've got to be doing terrible. And I said, no, I'm actually doing good. And it was just then that I realized what I used to do as far as and I used to make a you know I used to make a pretty good living when I lived in Georgia working in the in the, in the hospitality and hotel business, but I realized that I only had so many hours in a day, and it was at that point I don't know what day it was, but it was like you know what, this is just not a job for me anymore. I just realized that there is no limit to how much I can make and how much I can do. I don't have to lift heavy stuff. I'm working mostly with my mind, um, so I am the one that decides how much I'm going to make, and how much I'm going to work. And nobody else, can, nobody else can be the boss of me. Nobody else can tell me what to do. Nobody can lay me off. I'm the only person that can do that. And that has given me, over the last couple of years, Tim, that has given me so much more a feeling of security that I'm responsible for my own you know, future. Nobody else is responsible for it. And I and well, I'm going to jump on bad, but yeah, yeah. That can be a good and a bad thing, though, right? You know? Yeah, that's true. I and mean, that's for the... That's where the accountability from coaching, that's where it really comes in. Because, you know, let's just be honest. If you're your own boss and sometimes your boss is not really paying attention, chances are you're not going to do what you should be doing every single day. Rodney, earlier in this, in this call you talked about momentum, right? You talked about basically building continuous momentum through continuous mm-hmm. effort. Has that been something that's been a struggle for you, a concept uh, that's been challenging for you to keep implemented? In other words, the consistent effort, even when you aren't seeing a consistent, like, you know, you're going to work today, you're going to do the things you have to do to move your business forward. Sometimes those things, oftentimes those things are going to be kind of boring. You know, doing what you don't want to do when you don't want to do it at the highest level. Is that a concept that you immediately got, or did you have to come to it? Oh, no. I, Sam, before, before I started in real estate, I, I'd worked, a, I'd worked a, a job just to work for somebody else my whole life. I was never I, – I was I'd never been in a place where I had to actually motivate myself. So, it, yeah, in the beginning it was a struggle, and but over the over time it's gotten a little bit easier. I, I will tell you, and Julie will probably <laughs> agree with you, agree with me that my biggest thing is as my income has grown way beyond my my needs. Uh, certainly not for the future because I'm planning for the future, but as my income has grown um, consistently over my needs, I, I think. At least for me, I have a I have sometimes an issue with being complacent. You know, it's not like I don't live close to the beach and weather great weather every year. So, it's uh, complacency is one of the things that I have to watch out for. But I will tell you one thing that has really really changed everything for me in this past year. Not not wanting to get too personal, but this is one of the things that has actually put a put a put a, a uh, how do I say it? This has really put a big push behind my momentum and wanting to continue and never slow down. And uh, the end of, let me see, uh, end of 2012, my mother got extremely sick and critically ill, and she lived in Georgia. The only way that I was able to go and spend as much time as I wanted with her is, is because I had created a business that, as long as I had my laptop, my telephone, and my uh, Internet connection with me, I could pretty much do it from anywhere. Well, she unfortunately she passed away, and I was able to spend another, I don't know, two three weeks with my family in Georgia, getting her affairs in order, being the executive of her will. That was a challenge, but the thing that I realized was, and I was also able to help a couple of members of my family that were having a rough time, and I was able to you know help fund them as as well. 
what I want to get back to is to say if I was if I was working and just still kind of going along, I would have never been able to do that. I would have never had the the comfort and the security of being able to spend whatever I needed to spend, spend however much time I needed to spend in in order to be able to to do that. And so I've done some other things and it's being you know supporting my family, supporting my my spouse, um, and being able to do the things we've only dreamed about before. Now I just have this this thing inside of myself that just says, you're only going to be able to do more. So so no, nothing really, Tim, to, to, to be honest with you, has to push me anymore. I, I've I've got it inside of myself, and with the help of you and Julie, I, I think I will always have that. So I will just so continue how, to push myself. Did, and right, I hear what you're saying, Rodney. You're basically saying that even though you do have the occasional, you know, flirt with com, uh, complacency, right? You're saying that you have built a habit of knowing that you can ever improve your business, that you've built a habit of understanding that really you know, effort equals results provided you're making the right effort. So that specific mindset shift that you can actually ever improve your life and you can actually you know, improve your life through the act of helping other people at the highest level, that's a kind of a profound series of thinking and thoughts that really is revolutionary in terms of real estate. I mean, a lot of times we just focus too many on the top line, too much on the top line numbers and sort of all the big bragging type things, as I've mentioned before. But the reality of it is, is what I'm hearing you say, is that this business is about being of service and helping people. And in doing so, guess what happens? Not only does your own life change, but you can have a positive impact on the lives of other people, starting with the people that you care about the most in your family. Being empowered like that, Rodney, how does that make you feel? Oh, it's it's every every day, Tim is is just a blessing, and and one of the one of the things that I've always really gravitated to, never really got until um, you know probably maybe just a year year and a half ago was was Zig Ziglar's famous quote where he says you can get everything in life you want if you just help enough other people get what they want, and that that really really is true, and that's and if I could just live the rest of my life with that with that. Um, with that motto, I I think things will turn out pretty good. Well, Rodney, can you? I mean, that's right there. That is just such a home run idea. You know, people are jealous of people with a lot of money. I mean, you know, why is it the movie stars, or why is it that top producer, or why is it my neighbor, or why is it my brother, or whatever? They're jealous of them. Why is it they have so much more than I have? And really, the essence of it is that the key to success is figuring out uh, a way to be of service to as many people at a high level. So. In your case, it's selling real estate, a lot of real estate, and being able to do a fantastic job of it, making people happy. In a you know, in the case of an actor, it's because the actor can do a you know their acting thing, make a lot of people feel a certain way, provide a service in a way, I suppose, that has an impact on thousands, if not millions, of people. So, guys, the key is the bottom line is if you're not living the life you want to live, if you're not having the experiences that you deserve to have, if you don't have the money in the bank that you want to have. It's simply for the fact that you have yet to figure out or yet to implement a business that's going to be of service that folks are willing to pay for and enough velocity for you to earn the money that you want to to essentially live the life that, frankly, you deserve. It all starts with that mindset of service. So, Jules, you had a question? Yeah, so, Rodney, at your level, you know, as a top producer, what do you think is the biggest misconception that people have about you at this level, about top producers like you. What's you know, what's the misperception uh, people have? Wow, that's a really good question, Julie. I, I think one of the things that probably the biggest misconception is that they were either lucky 
that they were in the right place at the right time, that they knew the right people, that there was some secret recipe, that they had some, they were born with some secret uh, 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 talent or special skill for being able to sell, what is it, ice cream to Eskimos or something like that. I, I think that those are some of the things that I think, unfortunately, way too many people will do in this business is they will just look at other people that are successful and probably, I don't know, come up with any number of reasons why they made it, this one person made it, and, and they can't. And I'm telling you, it's absolutely 100% not true. It's all about having, having some drive, having some goals, having some dreams, putting yourself to work and continuing to work, and... And, and give yourself time. As a matter of fact, just one thing, I was thinking about this today because I knew that there was a uh, – I'd never really had any mentors and coaches before before you and Julie, never in my whole life. But I actually had worked at a, at a really, really high-end uh, steakhouse, one of, the, one of the best steakhouses in the country in Atlanta, and we always used to get all of these very, very wealthy people. I mean, I'm talking about wealthy and these people turned out to be some of the nicest people I had ever met. And after a few, after a while, before I left and moved to Florida, I always used to ask them, you know, for, for their, you know, for some time and ask them a few questions about business and success and life and that type of thing. And here were probably the, the five things that they told me that was the ultimate success formula. I never told you to this, but I'll, I'll tell you now. This is kind of in, in the essence what they told me. Number one, go for it. I always asked them, I said, should I do this? And they said, go for it. They said, you can absolutely do it. Number two, they said, always give great service and be of service no matter what you do. Number three, they said, manage your time well. Number four, they said, watch your bottom line. And they said, number five, the most important one of all, they said, just never quit. And I'm telling you, when I got to the bottom, when I literally had to sell the only two uh, gold coins that I had had for years and some silver coins to pay my rent, uh, before I had to move back to Georgia, that was at the that was at my bottom point, and I remembered that what they said. They said never ever quit, and I said, you know what? I am not going to go back to Georgia with my tail between my legs and said I couldn't do this, and 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 just a few things came together, and you know, and then it's kind of been, you know, going going since then. And we know you'll never quit, Rodney. That's clear about you. <laughs> so seeing as how you're still ready to rumble. <laughs> What is the next level in your business moving forward? Well, what I'm doing right now, Julie, is now that now that I've gotten to the point where I just don't have to worry about my monthly income, now I'm starting to put together what Dave Ramsey would be would call his, his your retirement plan. So I put together my emergency fund. If you want to talk about finances, my emergency fund, I'm looking I'm looking to pay off my house that I still have in Georgia as a rental in the next couple of years. Um and then as far as business is concerned, I, I want to put together an aggressive retirement plan so I can be ready to retire if I wanted to just off, just off the income that I, I make off of, my, off, of my, um, off of the money that I have saved, uh, what you two would call independently, you know, you're financially independent. I want to be able to have that done within seven years. So you know, financially concerned, seven years is where I want to be. So I, I'm, I'm on an aggressive plan right now. To, to get to that point. If you want to talk about business, I, I myself, I'm still continuing to build my REO spoke of my business. I'm working on some other things that I can get into, like I said, uh, a little bit more higher end price range homes, start to work with equity sellers, do a little more work, hire a couple of agents because I'm very, very small. I'm always looking for a couple of good agents in the Palm Beach County area. <clears throat> so, 
Um, <laughs> if I could have a small, very productive team over the next five years that I could leverage myself and then actually be able to spend more time outside doing the things that I love to do and have people doing well, I'd be very, very happy with that. But as far as what's, what the future holds, uh, you know what? Maybe not be real, maybe, might not be real estate, but I don't ever see myself not working because I enjoy it too much. So, Rodney, an interesting question, maybe a self-serving question, but that's okay. <laughs> why should the folks listening today, why should they hire a coach? And is everyone a good fit for coaching? In other words, should everyone be in coaching? So first question is, is why should they hire a coach? And maybe why shouldn't they hire a coach? Um, well, should they hire a coach? Well, yeah, if it's a good fit for them. I'll answer the last, I'll answer the last question first. Uh, is, every, is every person right for coaching? No. Uh, and that might sound, you know, for a coaching you know, program, that might sound kind of, kind of stupid, but um, to be, as, an, as, a, as a layperson, to be, to, to, be in, to be a success in coaching, you have to be coachable. And unfortunately, not everybody in the world is coachable. So if you're not coachable, then coaching is not going to work for you. But for the majority of people, if you have the right mindset and you're willing to learn from somebody who's been there before you, and you can actually put your ego aside and say, yes, this is what I want. I am willing to listen to you. I'm willing to do what you say. I'm willing to put myself in the role of a student instead of saying, I want to be the boss all the time. Yeah, it can work for you. So um, um, the the first part is, you know, what was the first part? Now I got to. <laughs> I think you. I think you covered it, and I agree. I mean, frankly, yeah. I mean, coaching should be a good fit for everyone, but not not everyone's ready to be coached. I mean, you have yeah. to be oh, actually. You have to sometimes, sometimes, Rodney, and, and I think this was true for you. And if you listen to the other people that we've interviewed, you'll, it's true for them. People get to a point where basically, I think they get sick of their own BS, and they basically wake up and they're tired of you know buying off on the silver bullets, buying buyer leads doing all these new whiz-bang sort of, you know, whatever's trendy today in real estate type things. And they just wake up, and I see this all the time with our free coaching call requests. I see this all the time with our other coaching clients. Well, they'll just say, you know what, I've just had it. I know what I've done in the past isn't working. I know that obviously I can follow another path that has proven itself to get to me where I want to go. So why the hell should I bother wasting any more time doing all these other things? I'm just going to focus on the proven path that will get me to where I'm. It's, it's the difference between essentially the old analogy of going on a long trip without using navigation versus just jumping in the car and saying I'm going to drive coast to coast. Hopefully I'll get there. You know, And if yeah. you're of the mindset that I'll figure it out myself, I like getting lost, I like taking too much time, I like, you know, then you're probably not a good coaching client. But pretty much everybody else, it's something you need to seriously consider. Because, again, this is the start of a real estate boom. In essence, it's a seven- to ten-year real estate boom. Take advantage of it. Make it so that you are, as Rodney was saying, independently wealthy. You are rich. You have gotten through this cycle in real estate where essentially your money is working for you and you no longer have to work for your money. So, Rodney, the question I always like to end with, and I think it's, an, it's always interesting to me, I have to say, how people answer this one. So Uh-oh. why you? Okay, yes, you know the question. <laughs> so why you? So here you are. Let's just, let's just position this, right? So you decided to get real estate, get a real estate license, and not only the worst time in probably our lifetimes, but you also decided to sell real estate in arguably one of the toughest markets to sell real estate in, and you did it all almost exactly at the same time. You had like a perfect storm, and you were like George Clooney, and you decided to jump right in the middle. But unlike George Clooney, you actually made it home. 
So why you? What makes you so special when everyone else and so many other agents have, frankly, been struggling needlessly? Uh, yeah, I always I always look at that when people say, "Well, God, you, you yeah, you did. You you moved to the to the for the U.S. at the with no experience and basically no money at the wrong time." And I said, "Well, I like a challenge every now and then in my life, so <laughs> so who knows?" But you know, I like to go for an adventure. But but why me? You know, Tim, I, I have no I I really have no idea. I've you know I've always dreamed of being independently independently wealthy financially independent not you know money is we talk about money but money personally for me is is not the main motivating driver but with the help of you and Julie I I have learned that money it's not money is not the end money is it's what money can do for you I was able to take my wife on a dream vacation last year I'm taking her a sister and her and her mother and her again on a dream vacation this year I talked about being able to spend time with with my uh with, with my family but um, I think, you know what, if I hadn't have been just open to learning and keeping my eyes open and wanting to be able to, to work for myself and have no income ceiling, if I, just was, if I didn't have the mindset to be able to keep that at the forefront, trust me, there were plenty of times when I could have just quit and said, you know what, let's just go do something else. Um, but that's what I wanted. That's what I wanted more than anything else, and I just was able to keep, I think anyway, I was able to keep my mind open. I was able to keep my, myself focused outside of all my problems that I had at the time and keep myself focused forward and, and just continuing to keep, you know, just to keep working. Say, so, you know what, it's, it's going to happen, it's going to happen, it's going to happen, it's going to happen. And just, and just work hard, listen to what you, you and Julie had to say, implement the systems, and, you know, and things you know, started to happen and then increased and then increased more, and now you know, things are are even continuing to increase now. So that's – I'm not sure if that answers that, but that's, I did my best. <laughs> no, you did, Rodney. The reason I liked uh, – you know, the reason I chose you to be part of this was because you're honest, you're humble, you have kind of an every man – every day you – know, it's like when, I, when I'm communicating with you, I don't feel like you're trying to put on airs. You know, you're, you're thankful and grateful for where – even for where you were, but also especially the direction in which you're going. So, listen, sincerely, thank you for allowing us the honor of being your coach, and thank you for participating today. I really appreciate it. It's my it's, – honestly, Tim, it's my pleasure, and Julie, it's, it's my pleasure to talk to you. It's something I've always wanted to do on here. Okay, great. So, everyone else, listen, we appreciate your time today. And, uh, hey, there's Rodney Forbes, uh, Forbes, another Tim and Julie Harris real estate coaching student success story. Your story's next. How long are you going to wait to be one of our superstars? How long are you going to take to decide to get on the right path to your real estate success? It's really quite a simple question. Get started by requesting a free coaching call, guys. Free coaching calls for agents.com. Free coaching calls for agents.com. Request a free coaching call. Let's see if we can get you on the right path. Rodney and everyone else, have a wonderful day. Thanks, Tim. Thanks, Julie. This program has been a presentation by Tim and Julie Harris, Real Estate Coaching. For more information on our real estate coaching and training programs, visit our website at timandjulieharris.com. Remember to tune in weekdays at noon for upcoming shows. And until next time... Thank you for listening to Real Estate Coaching Radio with Tim and Julie Harris. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.